I am kind of in a good place. But at the same time, if I'm going to be honest, like I kind of feel guilty to say that. And I think like that's something interesting that I kind of want to talk about is like feeling like you need to slow down the pace on maybe going on a date, maybe, you know, going out too much because you feel like everyone might be like, oh, well, she really got over that breakup quickly. I guess it didn't mean that much to her. Exactly. And and that's what like plagues me kind of is. Chemical X. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Chemical X Podcast. It's me, Veronica. And me, Alessia. And if you haven't already, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment down below, and leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yes, yes, yes. So, Ale, the last time we were on the podcast, we were both in wedding dresses, and today we apparently are getting a divorce. (laughs) Like, I don't know what's going on, why we showed up in suits. (laughs) You're like more of a scuba diver. I'm like the scuba teacher maybe i've not in my life i've never i've done scuba only like once but I, my scuba divers uh, my scuba teacher wasn't wearing that they didn't look like me i get it it's fine there's not many of me yeah i don't know if there's like cutouts and off the shoulders in uh, scuba suits gonna be real gonna be real never that's seen how that you before. get stung hundred percent hundred percent i feel like you're about to go with your australia story i was gonna say a story and i'm about to stop you right there why i can't say myself that's fucking rude don't forget, you're the one who begged me to start this podcast for listening to my stories. <laughs> the fact that I know you so well that I'm about to stop your Australian story. Well, I don't want to say it anymore. It's because you already said it, so I was going to stop you. I don't even know if but you know we, what the story That's what is. we do now on this podcast. We we recycle stories. Wait, I want to know what story you thought it was. It was a story where you were in Australia and um, you had to wear that suit or else you were going to get stung because there's certain uh, jellyfish that are that could kill you. Is that the story? Well, go on. I don't care. I'm done. I'm done with the story. Okay. Well, that's the beginning of the story, but there's an end. But it's fine. Say the end. No problem. I don't want to talk about it. Did you guys like swim back to shore? Because you were I got st- stung by a jellyfish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. And then you were worried that but it that's was... that's not what I was going to say. Well, here we go. Was it or not? Now you're playing with my emotions. There's a lot of Australia stories. That's one thing you got to learn about me. You're like, oh, I know. I know because I knew. Anyways, aside from the story that Alessia cut me off... um. Honestly, I've been getting a lot of people stopping me or like seeing me in person and asking me or messaging me um, about my breakup and how I've been doing. Um, And a lot of people have been asking me a lot of different things. The most common question I get, though, is like, how are you? Like, you look you look okay. Like, you look fine. Um, You look like you're having a blast. And it's such a hard thing to navigate because I feel like when you go through a breakup, obviously, like. I, we have a podcast, so it's different. So people like really see how we feel. But at the same time, we have a podcast that I can't come on here and cry every week either. You know what I mean? But also like, it's just funny the way people view your life and they just assume like, oh, you're good. Like what's going on? I mean, honestly, you've been getting wasted a lot. So like, I don't know my- if that screams happy. <laughs> I don't scream. I don't know if that screams happy, but um, I actually do think you're happy. No, I'm definitely like, I, I feel like I'm at a place where... I'm I I don't want to use the word over it because I don't really feel like that's what it is but it's like I feel like at a place where I'm like I'm good like I kind of got over like the initial like shock of the relationship like losing the relationship and all that stuff and after Europe like I think going on a trip really it's actually I was gonna ask you that I'm like if you didn't go on a trip I don't know if it'd be as easy as it is now I don't I do agree trips change lives they change everything I think what I really needed to do is just like 
see how big the world was again see my like mm-hmm. og friends like that part of my life which was before my relationship and sometimes it's nice to like go back to something you had before and what's really cool is i the last time i saw them was before my relationship so having that reset just really put me in like a good mindset and a good place and i just feel like you know i am kind of in a good place but at the same time if i'm gonna be honest like i kind of feel guilty to say that and i think like that's something interesting that i kind of want to talk about is like feeling like you need to slow down the pace on maybe going on a date maybe you know going out too much because you feel like everyone might be like oh well she really got over that breakup quickly i guess it didn't mean that much to her exactly and and that's what like plagues me kind of is i feel like especially in like in anyone's relationship you feel like you need to do or not even relationship like anything that happens in your life you feel like there's certain things that you need to do in a certain timeline like you know I have to show that I'm sad for this amount of time and like I can't go out for this amount of time and I have to wait this amount of time to go on a date do you know how many people struggle with that yeah that's what I'm saying it's like I feel good but I'm still shy to show that I'm at a good place because I don't want to make it seem like I wasn't hurt and like my relationship wasn't important because it was and it it still was all the things that I said it was I just think like I'm at a point right now where maybe it happened quickly. Maybe it, I don't know, but I just feel good right now. I feel happy. I, I feel happy with my life. And I can totally see how like what I'm feeling right now is probably something that other people feel too. Like feeling guilty that you're doing okay or that you're doing like better than people expect you to be mm-hmm. doing, you know? For sure. And like you kind of feel like you have to prove that like, I don't know. Like I dim your light, dim your success, dim everything a little bit because you are going through a breakup. Yeah. And like that's what's difficult. It's like you wanna it's so hard. And then it's like, what? What do you want me to do? Like post videos of me crying to show that I'm sad? You know what I mean? Like everyone it's, it's like we always say, you know, when you go through a breakup, most of the time it's done way before the breakup Mm -hmm. actually happens. So that when it happens, it's like you could technically, in a way, some people could be ready to go on a date a week later. You yeah. know, some other people need three months. Some other people need a year. It's fine. All those scenarios are fine, but you should never feel guilty for like feeling happy or wanting to do something and having to like scale it back or like wait. Like if you feel ready and comfortable for something, then it doesn't really matter what anyone thinks. It's- you know, I remember when I went on a date recently after um, my ex-boyfriend and I broke up. And, like, I got a lot of shit from him. And he was like, what the fuck? Like, how, like it's you don't value what we had, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, me going on a date has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with the love I had for you. But if I feel comfortable enough to want to go on a date, then it shouldn't be anyone else's opinions, you know? And, and a lot of times we listen to what people think and, like, how they're going to judge us. But, like, mm. fuck everyone. I totally agree. And I'm trying to, like, not care about what people think and not concern myself with how it may appear but But also it's different because like with my ex-boyfriend and i we broke up a couple times so like Mm -hmm. when i was just going like the week after on dates it's because we we went through that a Mm -hmm. couple times the first time around because you guys only really technically Mm -hmm. broke up once i guess you could say in the public eye um Yeah, I see or why really I see yeah. why you're waiting. You yeah. waited. And I also think like it's not only about what other people think too, but a part of me feels like I need to sort of respect 
like and I get it like owing them this sort of respect and like to prove that what we had was special I, and I know it's weird I know it sounds fucked up it's but like true, it's though. true like you feel like I owe you the respect to like not publicly be like going out with someone else after we just recently broke up um but yeah no so I just want to talk a little bit about like being newly single like certain timelines and things that like we feel like you know might exist but they don't really exist or just like when's the right time to do something and all like the little things that you don't actually think about but things that you experience through a breakup because i'm experiencing them all right now and it's just like it's one thing after another and you're just like what's the protocol here man like what do we do you know i also feel like a lot of people wanted to you know dm you take you out on a date but they're like i'm not gonna be that first guy Mm -hmm. going right after veronica just released her you know (laughs) newly single episode so i feel like a lot of guys also like took a pause i probably want to go on a date with her but i'm not i don't want to be that first joe to dive right in and then after they're gonna say no because it's too soon so true and then they lose their chance because then when they ask you later like it's so I feel like a it's lot a of I, I know that there's guys that I that wanted to take you out on a date that were like, I'm not going to dive right in right away, which which makes sense. Like, don't Respectful. dive right in. You know what I mean? Like, it's also like when you're recently single, as much as you could jump back and go on a date, like you still need time to like get your shit together. You know what I mean? Like you sh- like look to each their own, but you probably shouldn't be jumping to run on a date the week or two weeks after you break up. Another thing, too, with with my relationship. I mean, but who's to say, No, but that's what I'm saying. To each their own. But, like, I just feel like if you guys broke up a week ago, like, you should still take the time to, like, just regroup yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you need that. Everybody needs that. I think another thing with my relationship that kind of, like, makes me feel weird is because I waited actually, like, about a month, a little more than a month to talk about it, to, like, release the fact release the fact that we broke up we're a marketing scam 100 percent. but it's like because i waited that like amount of time like a, a little more than a month once it finally came out everyone felt like it was very fresh but i was always already like a month dealing with the breakup so people see me now like their perception is a little bit skewed because they think of me like oh we just broke up but really it's like two and a half months ago or three months ago or whatever it is but it just the way that it was like portrayed seems like oh you should be sad right now because it just happened when yeah. it didn't really so i think that's another thing that i feel like everyone thinks it happened fucking yesterday which it still happened very recently but not as re- but i feel like i need to play on the fact of when it was like when everyone found out does that make sense <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying like you're like listen the release date it, it was a little soon. later it was a little later but but that's why i say like no one could really ju- have an opinion on somebody else when they weren't in the relationship because yeah. like i said you don't know what's going on when you're in it like no one had and you know we all in a way have like that judging cap on where we'll be mm. like what the fuck and it's like we we really shouldn't yeah because you don't know you know so i have a question aside from everything we just said that there's no timeline there's no this yes how long do you wait after breaking up to go on a date Because there's a lot of things involved with a date. You know what I mean? Well, I don't think I'm a good example, though. Like, I don't (laughs) think I'm, like, the popular answer. I mean, I think there's, like, half the girls like me that are just like, fuck him. Like, I'm going to go out. Like, I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. But I was also very selective on who I went out with. And, like, I really have never been, for me, somebody who's, like, really going to start going and being that face girl of the city I live in. Mm -hmm. So that's where I feel like... I didn't really do that. Right. Um, like you were going on dates out of, outside of the city. Yeah, like my first date was really last year, you know, after we broke up. I went to Europe, which was 
very in a timeline where it was really like, I guess you could say disrespectful in the sense where like I went, I met up with a guy mm-hmm. like, yeah, like I can see how that can be like hurtful. Right. So that's I think that's even worse than going on a date. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I mean. But like we said, when, when, the thing is, like, once you're broken up with somebody, like, you owe them the respect. Like, you gave them all the respect. You gave them the love. The relationship ended. Like, after that, you're kind of on your own. And, like, you can choose to be selfish. And there's nothing really wrong with that. Like, there's nothing really wrong with making decisions for yourself and doing things you want to do. Yeah, and Obviously, we, we have empathy and we feel bad. Mm-hmm. Like, we think about other people's feelings and that's okay. But, like, making decisions based off of like how it might bother someone else is like like not the greatest for your life especially if you're single and trying to make decisions for yourself yeah and also like first like it also depends like how the relationship is going if you're breaking up once like i don't think i would have ever done that you know Mm -hmm. but you know three times around after it's it's not like the time period is completely different because I did it. You didn't change. Like, you know what I mean? There's things that we're both asking of each other that aren't changing. It's like the last straw, the last straw. So it's, it's not just like, Oh, it's been one week. I I need to be respectful. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, but I I do remember the first time around, I was super respectful of that. Right. But are people sometimes super respectful of that because they are in hopes to get back? Cause there's also that. That's another thing. Like, I don't want to be seen going on a date because I still want the person that I'm no longer with to think that I'm loyal or that I don't have any other options that I'm working on myself that I still want to stay with you so that you're like on your best self. There's many reasons why people choose not to even go on a date. So true. And I totally agree with that one. That's a, that's a big, that's why third time around I was like, look, I don't give a shit. Yeah. (laughs) You know, because I I have nothing left to like, I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Totally agree with that one. I don't know. Like, like I said, I don't think there's like a certain timeline. I think even for me, like I've been kind of trying to think about like, you know, a, I've always never been like much of like a date girl. Like you, yeah. I, I never was like, I always spoke about We're that. We're like, so different like that. Yeah. I'm like, if a guy asks me to go for a walk, like it's, it's, that's not a date. <laughs> well, I'm not asking to go on walks. Well, no, what I'm trying to say is like some people will be, be like, let's go on a walk date. Mm-hmm. Let's go for ice cream to try and make it casual. And I'm always in my head and I still having, I, I'm like every girl, like you still have a little bit of a pit in your stomach when you're going on a date. Mm-hmm. But my thing is like, if they don't want to take me out for dinner, they don't value me enough. So like, or dinner or like drinks. And even at yeah. drinks, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. where, you, where you're like, please don't take me out to dinner. I mean, I think I'm very selective over like if I would go on a date, like a serious dinner yeah. date. Like I'm very selective. Well, and yeah, that that goes that without saying. For sure. But it's just like, I that's never been my huge thing. I like, always like to pe- meet people out first. Like I need to know you, especially if I'm going on a date with you. I have to have met you. It can't be like the first time I'm meeting you. You know what I mean? Well, what but about think, if it's like a, you know of someone, hi, bye, hi, bye, but you never really like had a conversation with them and then you're going on a date. You won't feel know. comfortable. I, yeah, I won't. I, I like to meet people in like a social setting, especially outside of a breakup, which is what I'm saying. Like, I, I like the the casualness of just like, you're not actively seeking something, but you're just like having a good time. And if like I go out and like I meet someone and we vibe, like that's cool. But I feel like there's a lot of pressure in like, setting up a date and like going on a date like it's a lot of pressure like you feel like if you're going on a date you you have you're like i don't know like it's like you i don't want to give the wrong idea either you know it's, it's a lot of pressure especially going on the first dates after being in a relationship you feel very in this like 
awkward state, you know? And like, I want to say what's the best time to do it, but like, I don't even know if there's a right time. Like, I think it's just like about like when dive you right vibe in. with, when you dive right in, you, when you vibe with someone, you kind of like take the leap or else you're always going to be like, Oh, like, I don't want to go on the first date. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't want to break that cycle, which I think in a way is kind of healthy to do to kind of like at a certain point, jump in and just like, really look at something new or like get to know someone else like even if it's not gonna go anywhere i think it's good to give yourself that outside of a relationship mm-hmm. you know what i mean because i think a lot of people like you're saying they kind of stick around like to their ex or whatever and like they don't want to meet pe- new people because they don't want to maybe oh and a lot meet of people, someone they might like a lot of people won't even go on a date because they're like I don't want it to get out that I went on a date and then my ex-boyfriend hears I went on a date and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden that's like his jump start to like, okay, we're done. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go. Like a lot of people will be miserable because they don't want to see their partner actually go on a date. Totally There's true. that too. Yeah, and I think that's like, I think if that's I would so go on toxic, a date. That's so toxic, but yeah. so real at the I get same it. time. I get it. 100%. Everyone wants to do what they want to do but still have what they want in reach, you know? But like you can't win. You can't have the best of both worlds. Like it's just not it's never going to end well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard because you have to think like if I'm ready to go on a date, then I have to also be OK with the fact that they will as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have to like prepare yourself for that, which is fine. It's it's part of breaking up. And there's so many things like breaking up that I've been like just like so many things. Let's that, dive right in. Let's dive right in. So let's first of scuba all, dive right in. <laughs> literally, I, I well, dive right in. I wore my scuba suits dressed the part so a couple of weeks ago i got a message actually alessia got the first message from someone this guy messaged her was like what do you think about the fact that veronica's ex still has tiktoks of her on his page obviously alessia didn't answer but then like a week later he messaged me and he was like what do you think about the fact that your ex still has tiktoks of you and like it bothered me so much that he wrote that mm-hmm. that I rarely answer people, but I went out of my way to respond to him. And I was like, what's the problem? Like, I was like, I don't understand. Like, what's the problem? And he was like, well, you know, I, like I went on his TikTok and like he still has all these videos of you. And I was like, yeah, like, what do you expect him to do? We're not Go five anymore. Them? We're not like, immature. Like, we don't have to delete something to prove that something's over. That's what I'm saying. And like, it made me so angry. And I wanted to talk about like social media in this day and age. It plays such a big role in relationships. And we have all these like certain things that you should and shouldn't do on social media. But when it comes to a breakup, there are certain things that I believe. And one of them is like, I'm not going to go out of my way to start deleting pictures of you, deleting pictures of us on my profile to like, can I say something? We're done. Can I say something? Yeah. If a girl or guy, I'm the co-host, so I could, I guess. Um, If a guy or girl is breaking up and deleting pictures right after they break up, you are in a fucking toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry. If you had love for each other, nobody's jumping out the gates and deleting pictures no. literally nobody's doing that and also what is the motive behind deleting the pictures right away to show your partner this time you're serious this time it's done to show other people that what you're on the market again yeah no any 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 reason or like motive to do it is wrong it's like any motive behind deleting those pictures is actually toxic if i know a guy is doing that right away I already know that's not my man. Mm-hmm. Like personally on my... That's showing that you're yeah. going to go out and you're going to talk shit about your ex to, to <sighs> new people to try and get new girls. Like 100%. no. It shows you have no respect for your 
your ex. Yeah. You have to understand that you literally dated them. Let's try again. Yeah, my relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but if you dated them, at one point you loved them. At mm-hmm. one point you had a lot of respect for them. Regardless of what happened, you should still have respect and knowing they were a reflection at some point of who you were. Mm-hmm. You're the bigger person if you stay like just mute in that situation. I totally agree. And I'm not saying the pictures need to stay up for forever. No. But if you're deleting them right after... Um, you guys broke up like i have so many other questions i totally agree like personally and i've always been this way it's like i haven't touched anything that's on my profile i obviously have a lot of pictures and you know he you don't go on my profile and see him everywhere maybe that might have like changed you know maybe i would have acted differently if that was the case but it's like you scroll down there's going to be a bunch of pictures of us together that's fine with me it's the past it happened it existed i still have love and respect for him i'm i don't feel there's no need in me that i need to go remove them eventually at a certain point if i don't want them any there i have and if i don't want them there anymore i have no reason to keep them there that's fine yeah but to jump out the gates and do that i find that weird and even on his part like I went to check his profile and like a lot of pictures of like me and us together were gone, but there was still a couple that were still there, which is fine, which I get because it's like everyone has, that's you know, fine. His profile had a lot of pictures of me and a lot of pictures of us together, which I get you're going through a breakup. You know, it makes sense to like remove some stuff, but are you going to remove every single trace of me to show like we're broken up? Yeah. Like, of course you're not going to do yeah. that. And even, I don't, I would never expect someone mm-hmm. to do that either. Even when my ex and I broke up only like months after that, I delete like certain pics. I still kept some that were like memories. I didn't think mm-hmm. they all needed to go. I just think like it needed a little bit of a cleanup. Like, yeah. But that was only months after where I was like already going on dates. People already knew that I was single. And then I was just like, because I also feel like people are like on the search yeah. when you're single. It's like, oh, shit, did they break up? Did they not? Yeah. Are they still together? Oh, my God. Did you check her Insta? Are the pic's still there. So I don't know. Maybe they're still talking. Like there's so many things that people outside people are looking in mm-hmm. with. So like isn't going through the breakup enough? Why do you have to have everyone else yapping too? Like, no, I feel like that's the last security of knowing like you're not pub- publicizing it anyway yeah. because when you're going through a breakup you are a marketing ad like yeah. regardless of if you have a million followers or not like there's still people that know you that are gossiping are looking man yeah. they'll, they'll look and they'll find out before you even found out that you guys were breaking mm-hmm. up it's crazy what do you think of the lock and bio well that's the easiest way to know if someone broke up when people have the initials and like the little lock beside those are the same type of people that the day they break up, that's getting deleted and all the pictures are getting deleted along with it. If Facebook, we agree though. If Facebook was still a thing, they would have, we are no longer in a relationship. Yeah. It, Veronica Rossi is single. I think that's very cheesy. Ugh. Um, I think actually, I if, don't like that. If my ex, oh, the lock thing. Yeah. Disgusting. If my, sorry, if my ex would delete all the pictures when we broke up, I would actually find it, way more weird well, it's than if he kept it's like them. okay yeah it's like and another thing too that i want to talk about is it's it's weird in a breakup because you have a relationship with someone and you love them and like you know so much about them you know exactly who they are and then you break up you have no idea who they are and you have no idea who they are because you meet another side of them and i'm speaking also on your part too like something i said is like you know my ex for example or any of my exes like they've always known 
the side of me that was in love with them, that would do anything for them, that was committed and loyal and all of these things. But you never met the side of me that's like, you know, at my limits and like hurt and like moving on. Like you don't know Mm -hmm. who I am at this point. You've never seen this side of me. You've always gotten like the soft and like loving side. You never saw this like hard, tough exterior side. Mm -hmm. And like that goes the same for like the opposite side too. It's like you see this other side of the person that you felt like you knew so well and you're like, wow, I don't recognize this behavior. Or like they do things and it's like, fuck, that's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> you're embarrassing But me. you're not dating them anymore yeah. to be like, what the fuck are you doing? 100%. Let me tell you, if we were dating, I would say, what the fuck are you doing? Delete that right now. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's like, it's so funny to see another side of the person that you knew so fucking well and then you just see them doing shit and you're like, wow, that's just weird. Like, I don't yeah, know Yeah, you're you. so weird. Like, why are you doing that? I remember it's there so were so many things. It's like when you read texts from like, you know, if you like go through your boyfriend's phone and you read texts from like before you knew them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. that same feeling. Like, I don't know this person. Yeah. Like, who are you? And you're also like, ew. Yeah, ew. <laughs> like, please stop. No, literally ew. And also, especially when, you know, you have like friends in the same like groups and like, or you hear that they like message someone and then they, they use like a joke or they said something or like someone tells you and then it's like, ew, like, why are they doing that? Like, it's so embarrassing. So embarrassing. You know what I mean? Oh, I know but what you But it's like, mean. well, they're moving on. They're trying. Like, yeah. what do you want to do? 100%. But also like, don't do that. It's... Don't do that. Stop yeah give me your phone (laughs) but it is a really like hard thing to deal with and obviously like it's hard to separate who someone is like it's hard when you dated someone to like not still see them as like a projection of you you know what I mean like it's hard to separate that because in a relationship like you said it's like they are you know and they are what's the word that you use they are like a reflection they're the reflection of who you are Whereas like you, when you break up, you still kind of feel like the way you act still reflects me and our relationship. One thousand percent. You know, but it's kind of it's kind of like um, contradicting because we just said like, yeah, you should respect, but still do whatever you want. But yeah. then again, like we look at them and you're like, oh, but you're still kind of representing me. Well, here. I think I think down the line, it's like they're not a reflection no. anymore of you. But like for a long time after, it's like you're ruining my image. <laughs> like, what are you doing? This is not good. So you break up mm-hmm. and now he has some things of yours. You have some things of his. What do you give back? What do you keep? Don't take back gifts. I'm going to make that clear because there's two types of people. Like you get in a fight, you take your shit, you leave mm-hmm. and there's like nothing left. And like, there's no reason to see each other again. Mm-hmm. But then there's like other people who will like leave not take everything for the excuse to see you again leave little sprinkles of reminders just everywhere there's like a hair elastic and like hey i forgot my hair elastic hey i forgot (laughs) my bouncy sheets like can i come pick them up anytime (laughs) soon like at at what stage is the stage to get together and like exchange and do you need to see them so it's hard i think it's different for everything and my what happened for me is like literally right after he was like okay I need to come pick this up and like he always had to like come get things and then like the last time that he came around I was straight up like no like what are your intentions like why are you coming here Mm -hmm. you know like don't don't use 
these little objects as an excuse for why you need to come here. Like be straight up with me. Is there something you need to say to me? Is there something that you're feeling? Is there something that's bothering you? Why is it that you are coming here? And I got actually got really upset because I was really frustrated that, you know, he would come pick up stuff and then we would end up into getting into huge fights and like, you know, it would be crazy. It would ruin my night. It would ruin my vibe. And like, I was trying, like in a breakup, you're trying to get over it. And every time you come back, like you put me backwards, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like, I'm just trying just like you're trying. So at the last well, why time, why didn't you just pack everything up? Um, what was always being forgotten? I don't get so it. So the first time he had come was like to pick up, you know, I, I don't remember what it was. It was like a, a little, when he had left the first time, he really took everything, but there was just like a couple of things mm-hmm. like, like gifts like i had the projector that was like screwed into the wall and like the record player like certain things that i had given him that belonged to him but we just used together um and like the last time he had like come to pick up that stuff and i literally like packed it all up for him and like gave it to him and i was like you can't do this like is this the last of your stuff because i'm not doing this again like mm-hmm. it's not fair to me like i i felt like really unfair that you keep coming back and like forcing me to be in this like situation where i have to engage with you and like i i'm trying to move on you know Mm -hmm. which i get from the other perspective you don't want the person to move on so you want to keep coming and reminding them but i was just like straight up like what the fuck is your intention and i gave him all his stuff back and then he ended up like leaving it on my porch and not even taking it and like i was like look if you're leaving this here like you are not coming back for it like this is no longer like if you're deciding to it is no longer in your possession it's my projector now you're going thank god thank god yes <laughs> i mean if there was daddy anything that back i wanted he- from from you know the split <laughs> it was the projector daddy so. come back i need you to screw it back onto the wall that was one thing that was a little bit pissed about though i mean, you made me fucking unscrew this and you you <laughs> gave it to me after all fuck i hate men <laughs> i remember um when my ex and i broke up it also depends how the relationship ended like the first time we ended it was so bad mm-hmm. you know you were up I was- you were the middle. You were the person in the middle. <laughs> I was Dr. Phil. <laughs> we are two girls who take care of ourselves, who always try to dress nice. And as a guy, like you can be in sweats 99.9% of the time. But the one time we ask you to show up, it's when it's time for a suit. Mm-hmm. And where are you going to go when you need a form-fitted, hot, stylish, tailored-for-you suit? You're going to go to izati.com. So on Izati, you can put in all your measurements and get yourself a beautiful Italian-made, tailor-made for you suit. And you're just going to look that much better because it's Italian-made. And you know that everything made in Italy is just a little better. So you need to check them out if you have any events or if you need to wear a suit to work or if you just want to, you know, make your girl fall in love with you again. Basically. So guys, you head on to Izati. And use our discount code CHEMICALX at checkout to receive 20% off your first suit. It was so bad, but I was like, I had to prove a point, Mm -hmm. which is funny because you see like the difference in the, like how the relationship kind of turned over Mm -hmm. time. But the first time we broke up, it was like, I'm coming again, my thanks, because I was pissed. And because I was pissed, he was like, let her cool down because I don't want this to end. But I was so mad. I just wanted to prove a, it was like to prove a point. Like yeah. I want to get my stuff. I want to be done. I want to show you that this time it's for real. And then when I went to get my stuff, he didn't pack everything. Right. 
well, you can you can come in on this. But anyway, Veronica ended up having to go up and get the stuff. Um, and then obviously he didn't give me everything because he wanted an excuse to see me again. Um, and yeah, and then after, you know, there has been times where we've gotten back together on days that we were supposed to just pick up stuff. Yeah. And that's why I think it's really dangerous to get together with someone too soon after. I, I just don't believe in it. I don't either. It, it, I mean, you're I think still, it, it happens fresh, but you need to like make it like somebody needs to be because strong people, in it. C- because, you know, you can get persuaded. You're, you're, you're at that fragile stage where it's like you made the decision, but also you're also very convincible because mm-hmm. depending on how they like sweet talk you and how they like weasel you back in, you know, there's a chance you might like fall back into the loop. Like my ex and I, like I went to get my stuff. We ended up fucking getting back <laughs> together. Like, do you know what I mean? Because it's like that hate, love. 100%. it's disgusting and it's like it's toxic and and that's why like now how i learned and the last time going through it it was like i'm i went to new york i came back and i was like and he really wanted to like give me back my stuff and, and get his stuff i don't think he really cared so much about his stuff i think it was really just the act of just seeing the- each other again because you know in the past you know the way it worked was that it's like yeah. that that was the way to get back together like it was so I think the last time was like how I knew like I was done and I wasn't going through this again was like I left it in the lobby. There's no contact. There's no reason to see each other. If you want your shit, it's in the lobby. Get it with get it with the receptionist. Get it with anyone like you. Don't, you don't need to be seeing somebody because at the end of the day, old habits die hard and you don't need that kind of shit. Yeah. So if I can give you any advice, it's to really to do the no contact. Yeah. And wait, wait, don't. Like, it's so true. Like, you know, obviously the way my breakup happened, like there was like two weeks time where we weren't speaking. And that was probably my fragile stage where if we would have gotten back and like exchanged things, mm-hmm. I totally would have broken in that stage. But by the time we were like getting to the point of like giving back whoever had what, I was like really strong and I was really like stiff in what I wanted. Um, also, guys, cut your losses where your losses are. If it's a couple of underwears, guys go rebuy them yeah i think like if a gift is under 300 dollars, like please just don't if it's like you know what i mean a a few clothes that you can just repurchase to just eliminate that whole situation just do it you know what i mean like don't make a whole don't make a whole situation for for a brush yeah you know what i mean but also if you do want to see if your ex wants to get back with you pull that whole stunt if you need to come get something and judging by how they like react you'll know if they want to get back or not anyway that's that's just toxic that's toxic but facts but but literally if mm. someone's saying like i'm gonna leave it downstairs it's like you know like that door no, is shit, closed but if it's like yeah you can come by it's mm. like okay that door is still open yeah but anyway with a grain of salt yeah i'm just saying but yeah um and i remember once okay he had got me this really expensive bracelet and he had given me back everything of mine, but not that bracelet. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I want that bracelet. I'm a true believer. Like, I don't care what it is. We bought each other. Like, keep it. I, mm-hmm. I remember once he tried to give me back something that I gave him that was so sentimental. I'm like, don't do this pity yeah. miss. Like, I got that for you. It was at a time where we loved each other. Totally don't respect somebody really that tries to return a gift. Them. And especially if you've bought in something that was, like, expensive, it's not yours. It's not for you to keep. Like, you mm-hmm. bought it when you love them. I'm sorry. It doesn't belong to you. Yeah. It's it's like, I know people do it out of pity and stuff, but, like, just don't. Mm-hmm. Don't. I, I find it actually, like, speaks louder. Yeah. It's it's a turnoff. Yeah. You know? I would never ask for a gift back or never, like... Obviously, the projector was a gift, but it was, like, listen, tell my doorstep. But, like, I, I would never take someone's 
take something back that I gave to someone. Like I just Let don't agree with something that. with like a sentimental like value. So I got him these really nice knives um, that were super expensive, but the meaning behind it was like he always wanted to be like maybe a chef or something. So I I engraved, which is what took the time, which was the hard part of it all, finding yeah. someone to engrave. And I put like follow your dreams and then like his initials on each knife, you know? Mm-hmm. And like for him to like try and give that back to me was just like, it's fucking disrespectful. 100%. Like, that would be so insulting. And it's like, what do you want me to do with Kill them? you? Like, what the fuck? I've <laughs> never been the chef in this relationship, and I'm not about to start now. I'm not the chef. You are. Like, should never give back knives when you're fighting. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Stab. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I, I definitely think that you should never return a gift or never ask for a gift back. You gave that to someone when you love them, and that's theirs to keep. You don't ask for gifts back. Um, but one thing that I've been getting asked a lot about mm-hmm. is like, if I'm still talking to my ex, like what's the vibe? When's the last time we spoke? You know, what's been happening? So just to give a little update, um, since before my trip, since the last time that I saw him um, to pick up stuff, I basically said like, look, like I don't want to speak to you anymore. Like it's not fair to me. It's not fair to you. Because he tried a couple times. Yeah, he tried. He kept like, you know, coming in ways that, was really hard to like not answer because you're putting me in a situation where it's like i'm a bitch if i don't answer but like i also don't want to answer for my own peace Mm -hmm. and like i know it's better for the both of us if we don't speak anymore so the last time we saw each other like i had like a serious talk with him and i was like look like i don't want to speak to you um it's, it's just like it's not right for me it's not right for you there's no reason that we should be speaking right now we're both trying to like heal and move on we both have a lot to worry about like there's no way that still speaking right now gives us any sort of positivity and it's not to say like you're not like i don't still care about you or like you're not still in a way like a some like a part of my life it's just we shouldn't be speaking right now and i truly believe after a breakup i mean for most cases you should go no contact you should not still be speaking to your ex at least for like a couple of months you need to have your own time there's nothing that you guys need to be talking about you shouldn't be seeking advice from them you shouldn't be seeking emotional support from them you shouldn't be seeking any sort of support in any way nothing nothing not even to to satisfy boredom you should be seeking nothing out of your ex find it in someone else find it in a friend find it in a family member find it in a new person but don't go back to your ex because that's just not right. Because it, it's never like, it's never honest behavior. You know, you're always trying to get something out of it. And it, it's always going to, always going to end wrong. Always. always. So like, I can't stress enough that I'm like much happier not speaking right now because I don't constantly like worry about like, you know, like obviously when someone messages you, like it weighs on you or like if they're planning to come over and like pick something up, like that's all you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. And then you see them and then you're dealing with the after effects. Like, there's a lot of things that and, and also when you're still kind of speaking with someone here and there and they know that maybe you're not speaking every day, but the door is open to be heard. They will make themselves heard when they want to be heard. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes sense, but it's like if you guys are still speaking here and there and you do something to piss him off, he'll let you know. He feels he feels like the door is still open to like tell you how he feels. But I don't want that. I don't want to know how you feel. I don't want to know. I want mm-hmm. us to have our separate lives right now and and heal by ourselves and like there shouldn't be the option to to talk at this point breakups are always hard they never get easier if you don't find the strength in yourself to overcome that you're always going to be in limbo you're always going to be saying what if Mm -hmm. you're only going to know once you stop talking yeah 
like the no contact is like i feel so strongly about that totally agree you're actually hurting both both parties both are parties. hurting more because mm-hmm. then it's like what you want you're stretching and like then the- you could get in that toxicness where it's like oh well i went on a day like you know because i yeah. know people i know who go people through that. Who do that oh i went on a date and it's like you're low-key trying to get your ex jealous but then you're also like trying to move on but how do you want to move on how do you want to live a happy life if you haven't closed that door it's just impossible it's impossible and, and one no of- one likes by the way a girl or a guy who has not fully closed the door it's just the biggest fucking turn off like if Ugh. i could say the biggest turn off for me it's like if you're still talking to your ex something's you, not, you're not a rest. man like you can't you can't like go through the the like you become a stronger person by going through like the the times of being like weak yeah you know and allowing yourself to like battle it like when you string you things no on because it's easier yeah. it's just easier than like you're not standing up to like real issues yeah you like know what if I you mean? have you're no self-control it- and like being able to cut the cords then like i know you're not my person mm-hmm. and totally like it should agree. be the same like both ways mm-hmm And one of the things like when I, you know, when we were like discussing not speaking anymore, um, I guess like out of like hurt, he would always say like, okay, well then I'm never going to talk to you again if that's what you want. And it was so frustrating to me because I'm sure like it's a fear for anyone who has to like cut someone off is like you don't want to never speak to them again. Like that's not the point. The point is not to never speak to them again. But like when someone threatens you with that, like it feels scary. It feels like, oh, they're never going to speak to me again. But first of all, it's not true. But like that fear is real. Like it's a real thing that people feel like if we cut off now, we're never going to talk again. But two things. First of all, you are going to speak again. That's number one. Like it's just inevitable that you will at some point both move on from it, both get over it, both not be hurt and come to a point where you're speaking at it. And second of all, I mean, by, the yes time that no. point, by the time that point comes, you probably won't be as hurt by the fact that you may never speak mm-hmm. again. It feels hurtful in the moment. Like, oh my God, we're never going to talk again. But like, by the time you get to the point where you could talk again, you're not emotionally invested also, anymore. You probably where you probably don't so even much. want to. Yeah, I know my um my really good friend was in a really like when I tell you a very toxic relationship. They were also living together, mm-hmm. and I was like to my friend like, please at least give yourself just two months of not talking to them because they were still talking mm-hmm. all the time. And I'm like, if you still feel strongly after the two months of no contact of wanting to get back with him, get back with him. But I can promise you. After those two months, I'm telling you, you're not going to want to get back with him. Not after everything he's done. You just need that clarity. And it's hard Mm -hmm. to have clarity and to know what you want and what you deserve when you're still talking. That's why no contact. Totally agree. Your whole life changes. Totally agree. Because you don't have them anymore. Your support system, you don't have it. So then you rely on different things, whether it's friends, family, hobbies. And that's the time where you actually start to get over someone. Mm -hmm. And people who don't want to get, they don't want you to get over it. They want you to remember them are always going to appear in your life. The point is like in the time of no contact, you start replacing um, the need that they were filling with something else. So like if you were looking to them for like emotional support, you're going to go and find that inevitably subconsciously in somebody else. And once you fill all those gaps with other people, with other things, by the time that the the no contact is done, yeah, you're like, oh, wait a second. I actually don't need you anymore because a lot of a relationship is like filling needs and, and satisfying each other and like connection and, and ties and like emotional bonds and breaking that bond is gives you the clarity and gives you like mm-hmm. the stability to move on, you know? And that's what a lot of it is, is people, they don't know how to like live without this person giving them this like support and this, all these, you know, 
just like all like everything right that 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 somebody mm -hmm. will give you in a relationship once you like have to break that connection you know you're losing all those things and you're afraid that you might not find it again but you do in like when you have nothing that's how you find things i don't know how to explain it. it's like mm -hmm. when you lose all those connections you're gonna find it then in other people and that's okay yeah. and then you'll be stronger the fear is also always at the beginning that you'll never find somebody like mm -hmm. that when you're inexperienced you haven't been out there you haven't been doing anything you but know? you also think i find a lot in relationships people think that only a relationship can give them this sort of thing because when you're in a relationship you tend to like focus a lot of your energy and a lot of like your emotional the emotional side of yourself in your relationship like you'll rarely talk about things that are happening to you with friends or with family like you'll rarely do that when you're in a relationship you'll always kind of reserve that for your partner mm -hmm. but once you get out of a relationship you realize like you can also be emotional with your friends you can also like have that support with your friends mm -hmm. and it's something that we kind of like tie in as like oh only my partner can provide this to me but it's actually not you know mm -hmm. like i find myself now like i'm way more open. open with my friends because i don't have anyone else to talk to whereas mm -hmm. i would have just spoken to my boyfriend and not felt the need to repeat it because i i kind of like is, i settled it you know yeah so like i think it's really something that people forget there's other people in your life outside of a relationship that can provide you those things yeah shit shit so being single there's been so many things that like i don't know and i and i guess i'm really not like um like i said i didn't delete any pictures like i i didn't like run to do any of those stuff but it's kind of like now it's like two and a half months later three months later and i'm like in my apartment and like my friend comes over and she's like why is why are all these pictures still here <laughs> and i'm like oh fuck like you know like to be honest like i didn't even think like i haven't even thought about the fact that they're there they're just there i don't it's just part of my furniture. Like, I don't even think about it. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, this cannot be here. She's like, even subconsciously, if you're looking at this, like, it's not a good thing. You need to remove these. And I was like, I swear, like, I actually don't think about it. I don't care. She's like, no. Took down all the pictures from my <laughs> my mirror. Put them away. I was like, hey, goddamn. I was like, what about the painting that's in my, in my hallway? Like, what do we do with that one? <laughs> but it's very awkward with, like, sentimental things like that. Especially, like, I'm very artsy. So I have a lot of, like, paintings and pictures of us. But it's well, like, what, what do say? you what did, do? What did your mom do? <laughs> I was telling my mom that I was like, you know, opening up to my mom. I was like, I don't know what to do because I have this big painting that I'd gotten him to him as a gift. But like, obviously he didn't want it because what the fuck was he supposed to do with it? So it just stayed on my wall. And now I, I haven't taken it down because I have nothing to replace it with. And I don't want an empty wall. <laughs> but I also don't know what to do with this painting. And my mom was like, well, you know what? It's funny. I've been through something similar. When me and your dad divorced, I had a, a five foot <laughs> picture of us on our wedding day. And she's like, I didn't know what to do. So I threw it out. I was like, shit, the divorce was really finalized at that point. <laughs> Imagine driving by and you see a picture of you on the side of the road. Like, fuck, man, she's really over me. She really hits the bottom yeah. of that thing to get that. But honestly, that's that's a big painting. That's a big painting. Very Italian classic, though, to have yeah. the wedding picture. Oh, yeah damn yeah but it's just like when so like, do you take you that shit say, down like so you're ready now to go on a date if the right person you would be down to go on a date with would ask you um yeah i think i'm just like at a point where I, but like I'm, I'm but you have the also the anxiety of like 
like what if I bump into anybody who might know Any, him yeah. or him, right? How mm. big is Montreal? Like if you did want to go on a date. 100%. Montreal's very small. <laughs> it's so stressful. And I remember Veronica was asking me, she's like, Ale, like, how did you do it when you, you know, were single and then you wanted to go on a date? And I was like, I was really thinking about it. And I'm like, how did I do it? Like, like kind of like what restaurants did you choose? You know, certain ones that like the lighting is like more dimmed, more like personal where people feel less like they could just come up to you like don't go to the happening spot and expect to like just be on your one-on-one day like guys don't don't go there but I was really thinking about it and I'm like wow I I haven't really I haven't really dated him much like it's really sad to say like I haven't really went on dates in Montreal so like she went I, to New York for all of them. I went to New I flew for all of my first dates, which is, you know, Get not past customs for every date, <laughs> which in a way is like not not normal. Like I, I haven't really went. I feel like only now am I going through the same thing as you, because I like recently went on a date. We'll talk about mm-hmm. it next week. But like the whole like, you know, like being seen out. It's but also very, I'm at the stage now where I. I yeah, it's done. Obviously. Yeah. But I was thinking about that like recently, like, wow, you just fucked off for every every date. <laughs> I think that was smart of me, though. It was smart. I, I think there's like a lot of anxiety, especially being like in the same city. Oh, my God. In the same city. And also like one thing that kind of stresses me out is like, obviously, I have a podcast and obviously a lot of people know what's happening to me. So it's like it's not like I'm. It's like I, I run into people that know my life and that's what stresses me out because yeah. people feel like they do know me and they feel like they see something and they try to jump to conclusions about it. And you almost want to go like, ooh, like stop, you know, but it's just so difficult. It's the same thing. Like I said, it's like people look at me and they say, oh, you should be at this in this phase of your breakup. But really, you only know what like and when I chose to let everyone know. So it's just it's all a pickle and i think every single step in this relationship has been weird you know like people have even made comments about me going on a trip like oh wow you went on a trip so soon after like was that planned like did you decide to do it after and it's like people feel like they're entitled to such information which obviously i have a podcast so yes you are entitled to the information but like you yes just feel stressful no, yes making no. these decisions like they mean something like because I went on a trip it means that I didn't give a fuck and I was just waiting to be broken up but that's not what it means it means that I wanted to go on a trip I wanted to but do live you, my do life do you really feel like people really are, are like because I know you you always think in a way like the world is like on you and they're like against you and like they're talking shit but like sometimes it might just be your inner self who who feels that but like everyone else might be like mm-hmm. you go Glenn like no one's thinking that. I think sometimes a lot of the time know. we put the own like we put the pressure on ourselves more for than sure. anyone else even puts it on us. Totally agree. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's a mix of the two for sure. For sure. It's a mix <laughs> of the two, I would say. Um, but it's definitely anxiety inducing when you're like, it's so hard being outside a relationship, especially a long term relationship where you never had to think about a date. You never had to think about when to take a fucking painting down. You never had to think about if this picture should be up or not. Like you never have to think about these things. And yes, technically they don't matter, but like it's stuff that everybody thinks about and stuff that everybody stresses about and just feels like I'm at that place right now where I'm like, what's the right time? Is this disrespectful? Should I be more sad? Should I, should I be not, should I not be acting happy? Like what's the protocol? The (laughs) protocol is one step at a time. Mm -hmm. You go from no contact. Doesn't mean the pictures have to be deleted. Doesn't mean Instagram needs to be changed. Doesn't mean the bio and the lock have to be removed. Oh no, the bio and the lock, they gotta be removed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying one step at a time, you stop talking. Then 
the next step is, you know, working on yourself. The next step is, you know, if, you know, somebody asks you on a date and you're down, then if you're interested in, then you go, then you could remove the pictures if you're really feeling like you're over it. Like, I think it's really just like tackle one thing. Don't mm -hmm. fucking remove and try and erase someone out of your life so quickly where it's like alarming. Yeah. Alarming. One step at a time. Totally agree. And I think like every... And a nice trip. <laughs> honestly that's the secret sauce the secret sauce is go on a fucking trip and see the world 100 percent. remember how small and insignificant you are um and life is short that's another thing <laughs> wow Fuck, remember man. how small and like unworthy no, you are <laughs> i no, not unworthy but insignificant i think that's something that humbles me a lot and like makes me yeah. reminds me to just do what i want to do and like that's you know when i struggle with feeling like oh maybe i'm like i feel guilty for being happy i'm like no like life is short I'm blessed to have like the mindset that I have and the ability to cut off certain things. Once I decide they're done, I really always kind of spoke about how I have that like little superpower of like, once I'm done with somebody, something or someone, I really easily shut that out of my brain. And like, I can really easily move on from it. It's just like, I, I, I made my decision. I'm sticking to it next, you know? And like, that's a blessing and I should like stick with that. And it's like, if I'm happy now then I want to embrace that, I don't want to feel guilty for being happy because mm -hmm. a lot of people try to be happy their whole life. So like, if you are feeling happy, if you are feeling good, you shouldn't feel guilty for that. You know, mm -hmm. you shouldn't feel bad that you're feeling okay. It doesn't mean that you love that person any less in the relationship. It doesn't mean that like, you don't care about them anymore. It's just like, you're happy, do what you want to do. Like, fuck what people think. Yeah. But it's also very hard to yeah. continuously live that way. You I know? also have in the back of my head that like you're only in your 20s once in your life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that song plays in my head so often that it, it kind of like erases the idea of like me being hurt by a guy or like anything that can really happen. I feel like when you when you think about like your age and how much you can like achieve and, and all the things you have going for you and... Mm -hmm just being grateful it really puts you it literally fucking, humbles you it really humbles you to go you know what like why do i want to waste the last years of my 20 being like oh fuck like let me be sad about something that's no longer a thing or let me be mm -hmm. like oh wow like let's look at it like the glass half full like what do i have left in my 20s what do, what did i learn what am i going forward doing like, and what did this like what doors did this open for me you know and like that's how I'm trying to think of it. And honestly, anyone that, you know, thinks badly about it or that's like, oh, that's not the right thing to do. Like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like live your life. And that's how I'm taking every step. You know, it's like if I want to go on a date and if I vibe with someone, fuck it. I'm going to do that because it's going to make me happy. It doesn't mean anything outside yeah. of the fact that I want to do that. And that's just what I'm trying to do is like do whatever I want to do. Yeah. Fuck, literally fuck what people and think. And I don't want to say manifesting again, but literally you know how when you start your day and something shit fucking happens, normally like the rest of the day just goes to shit because you're just, your energy is just off. Let's say you get a ticket in the morning and you're just like pissed, you mm -hmm. know, like a cup pulls you over, you get a $300 ticket, you, lo you lose six points. Wait, is this personal? <laughs> yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> and then like, do you know how many times I've like trained my brain to be like, Alessia, like everyone's testing you right now when mm -hmm. it's really just me. Like, will you continue your day being pissed because more shit's going to happen? Or how do you fight the odds and be like, what am I grateful for? And then I literally pull out like all the reasons I'm grateful. And then I'll be like, something really good is going to happen. And how many people do that when something really bad happens? No, they just no. think that they can just have the full day to just be annoyed and be bothered. But I swear to God, if you change your mind frame 
and you're like something good's gonna happen there's so many times that something so bad happens and i'm like ale train your brain train your brain train your brain and then the best things happen mm -hmm. and there's times where i don't train my brain and i just like allow it to just sit and like worse things happen it's true because it's, negativity brings negativity yeah and it's so true i i totally agree with everything that you're saying yeah yeah <laughs> i just want to check well out. no wait veronica 100 percent, 100 percent, thousand percent have i been saying that i don't even know anymore i oh, have yeah, people yeah, yeah. i have people who dm me and they're like i'm not even a minute and 30 seconds in and veronica has said 100 percent <laughs> six times and i'm like welcome to the chemical x podcast <laughs> so one thing that i want to talk about actually before we wrap this up is when you're you know broken up with somebody the natural instinct is that your friends will always kind of like tell you when they've seen them or like, hey, like I saw your ex the other day or like, hey, I kind of saw this happen. So I've been dealing with that right now. Like a lot of people have been like, and you've like, had a lot of scares. Yeah. <laughs> um, and people will often be like either say like, oh, yeah, I, I just saw him here or like I just saw him here. Or I saw him with this person or like he messaged me or he messaged my friend. Or, like a lot of people will like come and tell me this information. And for me, like. It doesn't really bother me. Okay, so I have a question. Like, do you do you want to know? Like, let's say, you know, he messages a friend of mine or somebody who knows us. Do you want to know? Yeah. Okay. I think I do. I think I do because I'm at a space where it's just like, I want to know so that I'm not naive. But then at the end of the day, like, I'm just knowing out of curiosity. Like, do I need to know? No, I don't need yeah. to know. Right. Um, do I want to know? Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about it. I think there's Does it like, affect me badly though? No. Right? And like, I think... So like, that that's where it's like, I have a friend who literally couldn't handle it. Mm -hmm. You know? And I was like, I have to choose whether I'm like being a good friend, but like her whole mood's going to be off for the entire day. Or I just choose to shut my mouth and not tell her I saw her ex at this restaurant and so forth. And I think... It's difficult. It's really difficult because you can be labeled as the bad friend really easily or like being the secretive person of like mm -hmm. not wanting to tell somebody. But sometimes you really do it out of love. Yeah. Like I've really like seen with some of my friends, like I'm really choosing not to tell you because one, you've... I, I've, I've literally had the conversation where I was like, she wants to know, but she's like, you know what? Don't tell me anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, okay, I'm not telling you anymore. And I, I actually truly think that, that that's... The right thing to do if, right. if somebody's not able to handle it. If they're able to handle it and they're still going on with their life, then I think it's fine. Yeah. But it's a tricky situation, it's so tricky. you know? Like, you never know. Be the good friend and tell them or be the good friend and save them the misery that this is going to cause them because it actually makes no change whether they've, you know, been somewhere and you saw them somewhere. Like, that's the thing. It's going to affect you more than the actual thing that's happening should affect you. Um, So it's always a tricky one, but a lot of people will come up to me and, you know, and just say, like, I, saw the, the new, I don't know why the new thing is like, I guess, because everyone knew us. The first thing anyone says to me is like, hey, yeah, I saw your ex here the other day. And I'm like, shit. OK, I, <laughs> like, I also think it depends who's telling you. Yeah, I think if you're not close to Veronica, like I wouldn't really go and say, I mean, a lot of people like, hey, uh, I was at his house the other day. I'm like, See, like okay. I, I would never feel comfortable to say that to somebody I'm not super close with. I think people are just trying to relate at the end of the day like people yeah. try to feel close to you and try to like oh hey like i saw him the other day you know and it's like yeah and it's, and it's coming it from like a, I like i'm not yeah <laughs> i'm not trying to go after your mans i'm just trying to tell you i saw him but it's like in your shoes like would you want to know let's say you guys recently broke up do you want to know if he's seen out with a girl do you want to know if he's messaging someone um yeah 
right? Like curiosity kills the ball. Cur- like, oh, man, I want to know. Um, but I think. But do I need to know? That's my thing. It's like, no, do we I don't want- need to know. If I, if you, and give it shouldn't me the option- change anything, and it shouldn't change anything. Mm-hmm. And if you know that the person you're about to tell it's gonna change something, that's where I'm like, mm, I don't know yeah. if I should tell you. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like. If I have the option of knowing, I'll always choose to know. But do I really need to I know? Probably not. Up. Strong characters, I feel like you absolutely deserve to know. And like weaker characters. I don't mean weaker like... I mean weaker. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I don't know if you're being the best friend by saying it. Yeah. I, I do agree because it creates... Especially for someone that, like you said, it will change something in them. If they find out that they're out with another girl when it shouldn't when you guys are broken up you're doing your own thing obviously it's gonna bother everyone you're gonna shit talk it's gonna gossip and and then it's done but like if it truly affects you Mm -hmm. then like maybe you should think about whether or not you're i remember like but also it's it's a weird thing because even when i was over my ex and like your sister had went out on she had went out on a date okay this is a long time ago she went on a date and like the the friend she was going and meets ended up bringing another date and it ended up being my ex so like they both got on the date not knowing that like they were seeing each other like my ex was seeing tanya because they were double dating it was this weird thing and obviously your sister was like like i was on a double date with your (laughs) ex-boyfriend and and so and so and i was like what the fuck that was like weird to me fucking weird i was like you should have separated the tables what the fuck but also i get it you know like it's it's part of life but yeah, like I was like, what the, I think it was more just the whole idea of it than like me actually caring mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And this is something that my mom was saying, not even to me, to my brother and totally out of context, but just saying like how in life, there's always going to be people that you have certain conflicts with. She's like, whether it's like an ex friend or like an ex relationship or a boss, or there's always gonna be somebody that you don't necessarily want to see. And like, growing up is learning how to navigate those situations and learning how to deal with them because you're never going to be good with everyone so you just need to figure out like how to adapt to those situations because they're unavoidable you Mm. will at some point be in a situation that you don't want to be in with people you don't want to be with and like you might not be on the best terms with but you have to learn how to adapt and move on from that Mm -hmm. and i think it's also like knowing your boundaries and your limits and if you feel uncomfortable about you know being somewhere being with someone like you have the ability to walk away and i think Mm -hmm. a lot of people forget that you know like you're only in a situation that you're uncomfortable for so long before you're able to make a decision and be like do i want to put myself through this or do i want to walk away Mm -hmm. you know there's that too it's like you're at the end of the day no one's holding a gun to your head and saying you know you better be in this uncomfortable situation you can be mature about it you can be like hi and bye and then you're out Mm -hmm. you know like it's if you choose to put yourself through that pain you can't blame anybody else totally agree so yeah i mean i mean just to just to wrap this all up i've been like i would say single it's like three months now and i think so many things have changed just like mindset wise i think the even way I when you think if you would watch the episode now versus uh i, th- I still think that i agree with a lot of what i said because i did take the time to like really like you know, like, I really took the time to, like, um, understand right, my but, like, impo- emotions. There's but- still, like, that whole, like, at the beginning, even when you broke broke up, you were very, like, this is still my mm-hmm. person. Like, this is the only person I see myself with mm-hmm. a little bit. That's- yeah. And now you're probably, like, I won't love anyone like I loved him, but, like, I'm open to 
yeah loving someone differently so definitely like the way my mindset has changed is i and i spoke about this when i in the in my first podcast as i said at the beginning beginning i truly believed like this is it this is nothing mm-hmm. there's nothing after here and then you know i came to the realization that like that's not really a nice way to live and like fuck that like yeah. why should i close down every opportunity for myself just out of this belief that i have right now so that was something that i would learn to say like one month in and now i'm at the point where i'm kind of like i'm really aware and grateful and like happy that i had the ability to experience the love and like the connection that we had experienced and i recognized that it was extremely special and i might not ever feel that again but i might also feel something different and i might feel something you know just as good in a different way and i know that like being in a couple of relationships no two relationships are the same no two loves are the same everything is always different Mm -hmm. and it's okay that something might not be better or like you might not find the same thing per se but you might find something different and that might work for you you know so like i feel like i'm at i feel like i'm at the point now where i'm not like i'm just like so grateful and happy for what happened but i'm like excited to discover what whatever else there is out there and i'm not holding myself to the standard of like i'll never find this again it's yeah. more like what else could i find like what else is out there like do you and ever- also also just yeah. to clarify i'm also in a vibe where i never even think about like who i could meet or what a relationship could mm-hmm. look like i'm really like You're i don't even age. care yeah like i really don't even care and it's just like i'm just saying this because to think about it i say like yeah i'm excited to maybe find something else but to say that I even think about it is like, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm just like happy to be around people, happy to just like go out and have fun and meet new people. And like, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, like no, no, like pressure, no pressure, no responsibility, no, like, I don't know. Like it's just like easy. It's just mm-hmm. free. And like that freedom is what I love the most about this stage that I'm at is that I'm not holding myself to like mm-hmm. beliefs that i have of like i'm never gonna find yeah. this again or like this also, is my only when you person. like when you recently break up you're like am i ever gonna find this again and then a year later you're like honestly if i'm single for the rest of my life but happy okay maybe if i wanted kids and it doesn't happen like i'll be like it'll be like shitty and stuff mm-hmm. but like if i'm if i'm okay with just being with myself for the rest of my life like I'll find things that make me happy. That's I feel like when you like actually like meet someone and you're just like, I'm cool. Are you cool? Like, yeah. And that's where I feel like I'm at. It's like, I don't feel like I need to find something better. I don't feel like I need to replace what I had. Do I still believe like that was like a really insane thing that I experienced? Yeah, I do. And that's fine. And if I have to be single forever after, that's also chill too, because I'm happy. I'm literally happy. You know, like, I don't need to find that again. I'm grateful to have experienced it. Don't need to top it. Don't need to find it again. If it happens, I'm also happy for that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's like the best stage you can be at because it's just like, it's carte blanche, you know? Like it's anything. You could have whatever you want. You have the freedom. You're not holding yourself back from anything, but you're also not pushing yourself to find something mm-hmm. you know like you're just like chilling like it's literally the best i don't stage. feel any pressure for a anything. year later still feel that way mm-hmm. so maybe as uh the years go by that'll change let me know in one more year <laughs> holy but then it's like it all depends who you talk to you know if people have like settled down and are like married and stuff at like 26 or having kids you know like those kind of people you'll feel a little more awkward to be like i'm 26 30, 27 <laughs> and i'm chilling but then you meet someone who's like girl like i only started settling down in my 30s had my kid at like 32 33 mm. i'm like i vibe with you i yeah. like you 
I, I get no it. No pressure. <laughs> and like the other. I just don't want to ever settle in my life. No. And like you really settle like girls tend to settle as the time is ticking. And I really don't want to be one of those girls who just start settling because I'm getting older. Like I think also like it's something we could say now. And then, you know, everything changes. The more you go, your mindset changes as much. Like I said, a month passes. My mindset changed like with everything. I think, you know, maybe when we're we're 35, we'll revisit this topic and like have a different viewpoint on yeah. it and have more to offer right now. I can say I totally agree with you. Like I don't want to ever be at that point. But then I also know like every age, every experience comes with with its own struggle. And we always say we'll mm-hmm. never be someone or we'll never do something. And then we end up there. You know, yeah, like how many true. times I said I would never let anyone do this to me. And then someone did it to me and I accepted it. You know, like yeah. there's so many things. So I just don't want to give. I know like there might be a lot of people listening that like maybe feel bad that they do feel that pressure. But it's just like, you know, everyone has their own experiences. And maybe oh, for sure. when we get there, we're going to feel the same way, too. You know, for sure. It's just about like keeping that strength and that happiness and like freedom. And like the other thing about breakups that I learned is there's no like recipe. There's no like after two months, you're good. Or like after one month, you're good. Or after six months, you're good. Like for everyone, it's different. The only thing that I can say is like, it's not what I thought it was going to be at the time, you know, going, knowing that my breakup was impending, which I feel like most people do know that when they're at the end of the relationship, Mm -hmm. you kind of imagine oh fuck this is how it's going to be for the next couple of months but i don't feel like it's ever how you imagine it to me i feel like it always kind of changes it's always different you know like my breakup experience isn't what i thought it would be when i finally got out of it you know and i think that's something to keep in mind if maybe you're at the end of a relationship and you're you're scared of the breakup stage you don't know if you could handle it you don't know if you can handle the loss it's like you can you can and you will and you're dealing and you with it you're dealing it. with it now like we always say like if you're going through all those thought process you're doing all the work yeah you're, you're literally already doing it you're already having sleepless nights you're already like thinking what is life what is my life um i could honestly say like but the pre-breakup like the really hard part mm-hmm. of our relationship was harder than the breakup mm-hmm. because that was really the hardest part for me is always is still trying to make the relationship work while it was still breaking. Like that was literally the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's personal to my experience no, and maybe other breakups. Yeah. But like, I, I guess it was like the experience that I had in my breakup, you know, having certain issues. It was so painful and so hard all the time to deal with trying to keep the relationship together that when I got to the breakup, I felt like, I know what I'm doing. Like, like the path was clear. Mm-hmm. Whereas like when you're in a relationship that's breaking, you're like, there's so much stress, so much anxiety, so much hurt, so much pain that it's sometimes actually worse than a breakup. Yeah. Like it's legitimately worse than a breakup. And you don't think that at the time you think like nothing could be more painful than losing this person. But actually what you're doing every day is more painful. It's ends the up worst. Being more painful. It's the worst. I read this thing that was like a relationship only ends when two people when one person stops fighting for it Mm -hmm. and that's why i kind of feel like i don't know maybe this is a little tough for like everyone to hear but i find it really hard to like you know when two people break up it's like how can you still fully be like loving loving someone if they are not loving you Mm -hmm. because to love somebody needs to be mutual. And if somebody stops loving you, how can you two months, three months, four months still be like sobbing about it and be like, well, he's the love of my life. Mm -hmm. 
So like, just think about that. If you're like broken up and like, you know, maybe it was you who ended it or maybe it was the other person, but you can't really fully be loving someone if they're not loving you back and it's not mutual. So yeah. I don't know. I just want to end the podcast with that. Okay. Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true. No, I, I do agree. I think you, you're, you're holding on to love, something else, but it's yeah, not love anymore. Exactly. It's that's, not love. That's exactly right. You're holding on to something, but it's not love. What you're feeling is not love. Yeah. Because love needs to be mutual. It needs to be in a place together and it needs to be fueled by good things. And, and, Whatever you're feeling is is not love. No. It's attachment. It's it's like emotional, distraught. It's a lot of things, but it's not love, you know? Anyway. You can have love for someone, but to be in love with someone that doesn't love you is impossible. It's impossible. They're not giving you <coughs> what you need. You can't be in love with someone who's not. It's like you can't be... It's the same way you can't be open with someone who's not open with you. Mm-hmm. It, it'll never work. There's no connection. You can't be emotionally and mentally connected to somebody who will close their doors you know it just is it's impossible Mm -hmm. so all to say guys breakups they're hard but they're not as hard as you think and and if you're thinking about it you're already going through it yeah and and for everyone it's different every experience is different but like just know like everything you're feeling is okay never feel like guilty for being sad every relationship is different but like is it really i feel like i'm really realizing that us women us men like we connect a lot more than we think and we go through especially being in the same like age bracket like we go through so many similar things that as much as we even think they're different than mm-hmm. other people we're, we're literally going through this wave of life all together we're dealing with everything yeah so, so some people it happens at, at like 20 some people it happens at 23 some people 35 like we're all just like trying to navigate life so so then it's not that different but just know that everything you're feeling is okay and it's okay to be sad it's okay to be happy it's okay to like move on if you break up and you want to go on a date the first fucking week and you feel comfortable and you feel ready and it's for the right reasons and it's for you then you should do it and you shouldn't care what anyone thinks because especially me like i've i've gotten really good with that like i care so much less about what people think and i've literally been living such a blissful life you know Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day no one really cares about you the way you care about yourself and if you're happy fuck it my god sweet end damn (laughs) okay well thank you so much guys don't forget to subscribe subscribe. (laughs) comment down below and uh let us know what you think about this topic we love you and we love seeing your comments yeah we love seeing your comments on youtube keep them fucking coming see ya